presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm so pleased to have, well, two people I adore. Michael Ginsberg, in his, uh, well, he had his debut quite some time ago, but he's back to enlighten us, and the lovely Raylene at angelmediumnumeral7.com, and, um, you know, as our channeler today. So I want to first say welcome both of you guys. I'm honored to have you, and I want to say hello, my lovely boy, Eric. Hello, hello, Mama, he says. He's super excited to be here and to connect with everybody. It's Awesome. <laughs> Hello, oh, Elise. It's nice to have, be on what the show. Now? Thank you. Uh, sure. What did he say, Raylene? <laughs> Eric, he's he's telling me that everybody, it's his peeps he's connecting with. Okay, his peeps, eh? All right, so the title of this show is, you, you guys read uh, what I posted on social media and the blog, Feeling and Karma Through the Cycle of Life. So specifically, Michael's going to talk about um, you know, the karma that's already in motion right before you were born, as well as how karma ties in to the need to feel properly. And we are emotional beings. Feeling comes first. Thinking comes second. Uh, so a little bit about Michael. He's instructed thousands of human beings. And in his work with people, he takes the negative energy out of them. And, oh, my gosh, there's so many people with negative energy and entities and stuff. So he takes the negative energy out of them, creating some, you know, healing for them, basically. He has, for instance, healed his partner, Faith Hoffner, who's been a long-time CE blog member, and uh, helped her get over or heal her from anxiety and depression, something, two things which so many of us suffer from. And quite frankly, anxiety and depression are almost always the opposite sides of the same coin. You can't have one without the other. So Michael's able to draw divine energy from the atmosphere and use it to awaken people to their true nature. And I will put this on, uh, when I convert this to a YouTube, his website is radiant heart light, spiritual healing. Uh, so you just go HTTP, blah, 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 radiantheartlight.com. Very easy. So we'll let him talk for 20, 30 minutes, and then we'll get Raylene to channel Eric to get some questions answered for you guys out there. You guys ready to rock and roll? We are. We are. We are. All we right. are, yeah. Good, good. Michael, take it away, dude. Well, let's talk about feeling and karma through the cycle of life first. What does that really mean? Well, first thing is there's different events that occur in your life on a daily basis that we call psychophysical patterning. Those patterns are what lead you to a place of unhappiness and misery and uh, becoming a victim of that circumstance uh, in your family, in your job, to your own body. So, what we want to understand is you can avoid that whole cycle if you'll simply feel what's disturbing you as it occurs or arises in conditional nature. You will absolutely feel it. Like, do you get angry because there's a loud noise outside your house? Well, that's a loud noise, but the objective feeling associated with that is a dream. Tell me about that. And what ha- yeah. yeah, so people can want to try more? to put a fire out of the dream, yes. What does that really mean, putting a fire out of the dream? Well, it means 
that because you won't feel the original illusion or the original thing that's been bothering you, you manufacture a different feeling that's not even real, that has to do with something that came about as a result of you not feeling the original thing. But where the problem comes in is now you've got two things that aren't real, and then you try to stamp those out, and you make four things that aren't real. Then you try to stamp that out. Then you make eight things that aren't real. And before you know it, you're living in dreamland forever, fighting demons that don't exist. Wow. Question about that, Elisa? Yeah. Can you tell me? Let's start from the very beginning. What is? Give an example of what the first incident was. Uh oh. Uh oh. I lost uh, Raylene. We'll get her back on. Uh, yeah. So, and then, yeah. Walk me through a specific scenario. Well, why don't you ask something that's specific to you? I don't know. Um, Something that you're suffering all the time that doesn't seem to ever go away. You don't have to reveal all the details of it. Just the idea that there's a particular thing that goes on every day that you're dealing with. Nothing, really. Can't think of anything Um, that happens on a regular basis. Uh, every you know, day? Something that, something, something oh, that happens all the time. Get, oh, okay, maybe I get overwhelmed. So I get so many emails, so many private messages, and it gets to be like, ah, that sort of um, you Correct. Know, that sort okay, of so there, if you would feel that feeling of overwhelm rather than that, ah, because that yeah. ah is something that you're generating, and that's part of the dream that I'm talking about. Everybody okay. is unwilling to feel that overwhelm, so instead of feeling the overwhelm, they feel a byproduct of the overwhelm, which could be um, anger, fear, sorrow, uh, avoidance, um, okay. misery, whatever that happens okay. to be. And then that gets multiplied, and that's the cycle of how karma is created. Okay. Okay, so maybe we can ask the same thing of, of uh, Raylene. I don't know if you were listening, Raylene. I know you got dropped off. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. I did. I lost a lot of it. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, go ahead and Michael, uh, do so, with so her what, what you did with me. Yeah, okay. Raylene, we were just talking yeah. a little bit about how feelings need to be felt rather than avoided or manipulated or dissociated from. So um, she hard. asked me, Elisa did, if I could explain it more fully. And I said, well, I could explain it more fully if we talk about how it plays out in your life. So what's a feeling associated with your daily life that you experience regularly that you'd rather not experience that you feel is not necessary, but you seem to be going there all the time? And you don't have to tell us the whole experience, just the sensation or the feeling. Yeah, I, I, mine was it. like sometimes I just feel overloaded uh, and overwhelmed. Okay, so I guess it could be a sense of, being overwhelmed, I guess, yeah, but it's more so with, like, cooking dinner and then having to clean up immediately, so those feelings of, you know, having to do the cleaning after cooking, I guess I don't look forward to that feeling. Well, get somebody okay. else to do it. Yeah, are you feeding anybody? <laughs> Jesus. It's like, I'm, my, my rule is whoever cooks does not have to clean up. So the feeling of having to clean, so, you know, that yeah, I, I understand that. So think about this for a minute. There's a feeling of overwhelm about having to clean. If you could feel that feeling, 
what is associated with that energy during the day? Like when you don't want to feel that because it's something you don't want to feel, what actually happens? What do you end up feeling? And you don't have to tell us, but that byproduct of what you don't want to feeling is morphed or metamorphosized into um, anger or shame or fear. Resentment, or maybe? Or whatever it happens to be. And oh, yeah, it could be because yeah. of that process, yeah. what occurs is you literally start to shrink and the energy blocks down and then you become tired. And now that particular feeling that you have there, now it becomes another feeling that's divided into two feelings and it becomes four feelings. And before you know it, your whole life is set up in trying to uh, extinguish fires that don't even exist. That's what we call the yeah. dreamland or the cycle of karma through life. I can, I can relate to um, Raylene because, yeah, if I feel like, God dang it, I'm doing everything here. Why can't somebody else take out the trash can? Things like that. And then it makes you feel sort of feel anger and then resentment, like what the F. And then uh, and then you're like, you feel guilty. So because, oh, well, I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, I don't want to put them out. So, yeah, I know. It can be very complicated, that kind of overwhelm. Okay, so then that's one scenario. But let's just talk about something more germane to what our subject matter is tonight. And right before you're born, you have a cycle of everything that you've ever lived, or what we call the soul. That means that any vibration that you've ever felt is you. Any experience that you've ever had is you. So right before you're born, you have a thing called productive karma, which is the karma in motion which you're coming into this life with, which is all of it. And the thing is, it's influencing your life right now. You don't have to worry about past lives. It's influencing your life right now in your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your sensations, your facial gestures, and your psychophysical patterning. And because of that, you have to understand that you're suffering those limitations. And you're a victim, so, sort of. Yeah, you're a victim. The body's a victim. The mind's a victim. The world becomes your victim. Everything becomes your victim because you're not simply feeling. But if you were simply feeling, then you would be able to be loved because simple feeling is love. But it's being yeah. stopped. It's being blocked. That's where you get the darkness. That's where you get the ego. That's where you get... New created karmas. You see, you don't just end up with the karma you came in with. You end up creating new cycles of karma through life, which we call seeking. Seeking for something better rather than what is. Okay. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? Well, think about this. If everything's an illusion, which they say in the Hindu text, in all the great spiritual traditions of mankind, that maya, or what we see in front of us is an illusion, then seeking can be only a terrible thing. Because you're seeking to get away from who you are. Ah. And that's where you end up with all the problems in life, because you're already complete. So any effort to find something better will bind you, bind your attention, bind your ability to feel Find your ability to be in relationship and all of that. So you don't need to seek. Suffering. Yeah, you don't need to seek. 
You need to remember. That's the basic thing. You need to remember that you are complete. Not find or seek something to make you complete. But how do you do that when you're in the middle of a relationship with someone who's pushing all your buttons, all your karma's up in the air, you're enacting every pattern you have, and you've been doing it for five years with the same person? How do you do it then? Well, well I feel like you have you to... You need a spiritual teacher to do it. Well, yeah. And I think one of the things you have to do is change your perspective to becoming an observer of your thoughts and emotions and that person's thoughts and emotions instead of being, you know, just embroiling yourself and wallowing in those same things. You have you to inspect, that? oh, that's interesting, you know, that's an you interesting call thought. That the that's discipline an interesting of feeling. Attention. The discipline of attention is the process of taking your mind from one thing and putting it on something else and creating a different result. Okay. And that's a part of enlightenment, being able to do that. It's called the discipline of attention. And that transcends karma. Ah. So what else can we do? Well, the first thing is when somebody tells you that you're no good or that you're not good enough or that you don't know what you're doing or, um, hey, we could get somebody else to do that. You just got to allow it. You got to let people significantly control you to the point where you can be given over to it, submitted to it without any resistance to it. In fact, in the martial arts, you're not resisting anything. All you're doing is um, meeting the other force. Because uh-huh. the other person is bringing so much force to you, you're just bringing just a little force, and it's like way more force yeah. than you can ever bring. Well, well, what's the difference between submitting and being a doormat? There's a big difference. One is a victim, and the other understands that everybody is only the same. See, if you understand that you're only the same as the other person, then you're not going to be angry about making that submission. Because like it says in some of the scriptural texts, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. But I don't like the word submission. Submission... Uh, smacks of inferiority. It it smacks of kind of a hierarchy. Well, listen to this for a minute, though. Submission means that you're not as great as what is greater. So what is greater? The divine in all beings or you and your own limited perspective of your mind? Okay. I'm sorry, Lisa, but it's the truth. No, 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 no. The, I just think it would be better to not, say you're, you're not allow. In you're not in allow. charge of anything. Your mind yeah. is not in charge of anything. Your body's not in charge of anything. That's, it is wholly sure lived true. by the spirit. Yes, absolutely. So, so you're speaking. You're speaking about the submission. human. You're speaking about the human, not the soul or higher self, right? Well, tell me. Um, in your own opinion, what the difference is between the soul, the higher self, and the human, and then you'll have the answer. Yeah. No, I get it. Hey, Eric, I want yeah, you to uh, chime in. And, go ahead. Uh, Eric, I want you to chime in and, and um, give us your thoughts, too. But, yeah, I, I understand it. The higher self is the oversoul. It's sort of like is the omniscient, already uh, does not have spiritual amnesia. The human is... Um, st- Basically, it's when our soul has 
spiritual amnesia, here to remember all the various facets of love, here to remember that we are love, and so on. Uh, I can go on and on, but I want Eric's perspective, too, because it's very interesting. It's cool to have the human and the spirit perspective. His his perspective on, he says, we're touching based on a number of different topics. He says the mind is a very powerful thing. What you have to realize is that your thoughts are creating your reality, although he says everything is essentially somewhat of an illusion. He's not liking the word illusion, though, but that's the best word to put towards yeah. life. This is yeah. how you can understand that time is linear because what we are doing right now has already been lived. It's already experienced, which is why some people can tell future events or can sense when somebody's going to come around because they're they're tapping into that. And it's yeah, their, interesting. Yeah. their thoughts that are also creating that for them. That's interesting. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So how does the ego play into this, Michael? There is no ego. Can you elaborate? What do you mean? There is an yeah. ego, of course. It just doesn't have a – I mean, there's, there's – there's Why do you say there is? Positives and negatives uh, about the ego. The ego is here to make sure that we survive, for one thing. I mean, yeah, for protection. Yeah, protection. Well, that's a me- that's a mechanism. But very often, but there it's is our no own best, it's our worst enemy. Very often, so. Y- yes, but the, that's the mechanistic process of life on Earth. But there yeah. actually is no ego. It's an activity that's generated by the person in the moment of their non-understanding of of what their karma is. In other words, okay. the e- the ego is generated because I or I can die. I can die. I can get sick. I can become diseased. I can become frustrated. I, 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 I. The I-ness of life is the ego, and that I-ness could be not used. You could choose in any moment not to use the I-ness, and then you would be ego-less. Yeah, I I see what you mean. So basically, ego is not an actual thing; it's a mechanism. Exactly. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Anything else That's you want to why share? That's anytime. Yeah, anytime that you're with a, a spiritual personage, or you're with others, and somebody's upset somehow, if you just submit to be with them in relationship, rather than going oh, you know, there's something wrong with them. You know, they have a problem and, you know, it can't really be fixed. And label, label, label. Them, yeah. Th- then, then you'll be supporting them in submission to that which is real because everybody's only that which is real. Yeah. So everybody's doing an activity. Everybody's doing a little dance. Everybody's doing a performance that makes them not real. And that's why they have so much karma. Mm. That's, it. that's really fascinating. It's, yeah, it's all in my book. I wrote the book, A Path to Freedom, The Awakening. It'll be out pretty soon. Yeah, I hear that. When do you think it will be? You'll, you'll let us know, right? You know, the 1st of May, between May 1st and May 15th. Wow, awesome. Oh, my God. That's so, like giving Michael, birth to a baby. Awesome. Oh, man, it was incredible. You, 
Yes, uh, really. So when we talk about ego, and you know, ego could be to give you like another example. Can you speak up? I can't really ego. hear you too well, love. Uh oh, can you hear me better? Now I can. Yes. Okay, so to talk about ego a little bit, because ego is also the thing that you know, say you see a homeless person on the street, and um, you know, maybe you see them with alcohol too, and in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, that's their fault. That's ego, right? So. How would you identify that type of ego with, I understand that ego is a mechanism, you know the word, Eric's laughing at me, but when it comes to that type of situation. I understand the, the question. I understand the question. It's a great question. See, whether yes, it it's is. a high in the low possibility of conditional appearances and arisings, or it's low in the possibility of conditional appearances and arisings, meaning, a bum in the street that's drinking that has a sign that says, I'll work for food. Or somebody that's a billionaire that's throwing somebody out in the road. It's all the same, you see. It's relative. The ego is the ego. It never changes. So whether it's because somebody doesn't have any money or somebody has a lot of money or because somebody is selfish or because somebody is jealous, it's all the ego. The ego yeah, and is so comparison the activity and of unlove. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. The, yes. So it doesn't make any difference. You, you can't stratify it by, by comparing, well, this is good ego, this is bad ego, and this is, you know, you know, it's yeah, or put labels and, yeah. Okay. Because labels, is there anything, here's the interesting thing. I'm sorry. You go yeah. ahead. No, no, go. But labeling is, deals with the mind. See, when you label something, you're saying, oh, that's a, a flower. Oh, that's a couch or whatever it is. Yes. But that's yeah. labeling it. And once you've labeled something, now you've objectified it. Now it's real. And now it's going to create a little circumstance, a little play between the subject and the object. That creates the karma through the cycle mm, of wow. life. Mm. It's, it's so hard as human beings not to label things. It's... Very difficult. Or to sort them or to categorize yes. them. Yeah. Judge them. Yeah. The counter egoic discipline or discipline of attention to not label things. Like you could take a particular thing you do all the time and just desperately try to stop doing it, which you'd be able to do. Then another feeling will come up and that'll produce the feelings that you came into this lifetime with and then you could begin to work on that by going beyond it. By not using it. See, if you don't use it and it becomes obsolete, whatever thing is that you're doing, then your karma starts coming to an end there. And that's indeed what spiritual people do is they bring their karma to an end by dealing with everything. You know, in India, for instance, there's a thing called renunciation. People renounce everything and they go, I'm going to go in the forest and I'm not going to do anything. Oh, yeah. Right. So that's how they live. And so that's not exactly right because that's a form of the ego too. Albeit it's a higher form of the ego, it's still the ego. Yeah. See? So, uh, so renunciation. Uh, yeah. Do one of you guys have, are y'all on speaker? Because there's so much road noise, or I don't know, it's with one of you guys, either you uh, or, or Raylene. It might be a or bad signal. Uh, I don't know if it's me, but. And plus the charger, how's that? Oh my God, so it's much better. better. Wow, oh, I would okay. not have guessed that would no, do that. Raylene, didn't you feel like she was in relationship with you right there? Raylene! Hello? Oh, 
Raylene, he asked that oh. Go ahead, Michael. Okay, ask Steve, her again. Did, Raylene, didn't it seem, didn't you feel like you were in a relationship with Elisa when she was just trying to help you get through that situation? I was just trying to identify the situation. Yes. Yeah. So she's trying to help you. Yes. But my point is, if she would have done something other than that, you would have felt it. And that's what I mean by feeling. You've got to feel the thing, stay in the middle of the feeling while it's happening, and not become objectified by it through some other offshoot of it that causes some real problems for someone. Like, okay, what, what would be um, the other thing I could have done um, that would have made it go down that route? Oh, well, you could have said, hey, listen, um, did, uh, is your equipment okay? I mean, really, I, I know it's a professional show and everything, but I, I would have assumed your equipment was all right, Raylene. Oh, would that be rude? Yeah, well, that's what the ego is. That's karma. Oh. Well, I didn't know if it was you, Michael, or Raylene, so I don't know. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Anything else you want to say before we take callers? Let's just see. I wrote down four things. I, we've talked about just about everything. Um, I'm sure some things will also come up from the uh, listeners. They will ask you questions, I'm sure. If they'd like to, I'd be glad to take some calls. I do uh, life health readings and deal with karma. Um, the, the other thing that I could talk about that might be of interest here in the next 15 seconds is I identify the negative energy in the body by the grace of the spirit, and then it's transformed by the grace of the spirit in, mm. in any healing I do in anybody that I'm talking to in anything I do. Oh, that's interesting. All right. So don't forget you guys yeah. have to write it down. Radiantheartlight.com. And also the name of his book. Say it, say it again, Michael. It's going to be uh, sometime a, in the uh, first part of sure. May. Thank, thank you. Yeah. A path to freedom. The awakening. Yeah, I love that. That is such a powerful title. And, of course, Raylene, you can get her at angelmedium7.com. All right, so let's go ahead, and if you guys don't mind, oh, no, she dropped again. She's going to be back on because we can't do this without her. Why well, you know what, keep... Alicia, you got to wow. say that it, it's, it's interesting that that happened four times or three times because – the energy is trying to line up with Eric coming in, and it will. Oh, here she is. Here she is. Oh, good, good, good. Hello, hello. Oh, there you are again. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what's going on. Eric, what's going on? Me neither. There's lots and lots of energy around. That's what's going oh, on. Oh, I think so. And, Michael, what were you saying about it? That it had I was saying that everything's number- trying to line up in conjunction with Eric, who's a benevolent being, and he's going to come in, and it's going to be a powerful show for the listeners. Awesome. All right. So let's go on with our first caller. We have somebody from the 520 area code. Hello. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Um, this, is, this is Amanda. I'm in Tucson. Hi, Amanda. I talked to you back in September. You guys brought my son forward. Yes. Jeffrey, um, I would yeah. just like to know if Eric has a, any message for me today. Eric or oh. your son? Er, Eric this time. 
or my son, whichever one wants to come so forward. They're both they're both here together, and oh Eric says that he's helping you. He's helping you to learn how to communicate with your son, communicating yes. through your mind, your thought process. So he's yes. helping you with that. Um, you're shifting. You're going through a spiritual awakening. You're hmm. going to have, like, vertigo symptoms or dizzy symptoms. It's not anything that's medically related. It's going to be your vibration is changing. Um, okay. He's also saying that you need to move furniture around so that way you can have, like, a fresh start. Um, new beginnings are heading your way. There's lots of new changes. Cool. Wow. Surrounding yeah, your home environment. Yep. That's, a, that's very uh, true. Feng Shui for dummies. Uh, that's what I would get. <laughs> no, I don't know. Feng Shui. Awesome okay. That is. That's, well, that's cool. Your son says Thank that you he so loves much. you very much. Oh. I love you too, Jeffrey. All my heart. Oh. Wait, thank right. you so much. Thanks for You're calling welcome. in, Amanda. Bye. Have a wonderful evening. Bye. You too, darling. Wow. She's so sweet. We've uh, talked to her before. Oh. <sighs> okay. Have one from the 561 area code. Hi there. What's up? Hi, guys. Thank you, everyone. Hi. For the show. Alisa, you're awesome. Oh, boy. Obviously, not one that's talked to my husband about all my flaws. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I, well, I do have flaws. <laughs> lots of them, and they're hilarious. No, you ones, don't. But no, you thank don't. you. Not at all. Oh, God, I do. Okay, um, so what you got for us, girl? Yeah, Eric, oh my gosh. Um, I want to ask Eric if my dad has any messages for me. Now, wait, what is your first name? I, I think it just blew right through me. Yeah, Martha? Martha, okay, maybe I didn't hear it. Martha, what's your dad's first name? Oh, you don't want to know. It's really? Zoilo. What is it, Armageddon? What? Zo- Zoilo. How do you spell that? Z, I know Z O I L O. That is so cool. Well, look, my father-in-law's name is Oswald, and my mother-in-law's name was Aus. No, wait, Oslaug. So, okay, come on. So you're, you understand. You're doing good. Those are interesting. <laughs> Those are very interesting names. Your father is stepping forward. And he's telling you to take notice of your dreams. There's messages that are coming through. Are your dreams um, very, what's the right word? Um, vivid? vivid. Or where it's, yeah, vivid, but more where it's like real. Yeah. Mm. So he wants you to take a, a journal of it, note it. There's metaphors between some of your dreams, not all of them. So look at some of them as metaphors. Um, he's also celebrating something with you. Are you celebrating a birthday? What is coming up for celebration? Mm, no. Could be a friend. Some type of milestone. Be... No. It's something, it's like a milestone that you've taken, uh, a birthday, something that is a celebration. Have you accomplished anything since he's passed over? Mm, no, not really. These are sometimes things that come later to you and said, oh, God, that's what it was. I've had that happen so many times. There's going to be something that you will be celebrating. You'll know when it comes. If it's not something that you have accomplished, there is something that's coming. 
Are you currently Ooh. trying to do something or uh, something that you're wanting to have come in your outcome? Oh, something yeah. you're wishing for? <laughs> oh, yeah, lots of things. But, yeah, one in particular for sure. What is it? Um, my my lifetime partner. No, it's not related to that. This is something else. You'll know when it comes. It's. I want to say this is like a celebration, something that's accomplished, or this could be a birthday, a death day. Uh, well, just something get back to it because there's something, something there, something there that you will, uh, you know, stumble upon. In the future, probably. Okay, so I got one question. What is the main message she is, that they want her to know through these uh, vivid dreams, these realistic dreams? To write them down because they're giving her messages to guide her through obstacles that she's going through, challenges. Okay. Um, it's specific with your living situation, where you currently are living. Okay. Ugh, when I, I I tried having having a journal next to my bed, but I was like, I'm so great. Oh no, I can't get, I can't sit up and write it. Oh, I'll probably remember in the morning, but I do. <laughs> anyway, that's me. All right, the, thank you, Martha. The dreams are so hard to remember. After you know, ten minutes, they're gone. I know, I know. Thank you, Martha. Thank, thank you, Raylene. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. Um, thank you, Elisa. I love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Oh, uh, interesting. Wow. Uh, I either dream crazy alien dreams or like loading the dishwasher dreams. It's like God. Um, <laughs> all right. So we have somebody from the um, 586 area code. Hi there. Hi. It's Michelle from Michigan. How's everyone doing? Doing good. How you doing, girl? Pretty good. Just, it's cold um, up there, huh? Having a question. Huh? It's cold up there, I bet, huh? Yeah, unfortunately. It was like 50 today, though, so that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Balmy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so um, I was calling because I'm uh, an aspiring entrepreneur, and I've been um, – I have a lot of – a million different ideas, but I'm, I was just trying to focus on one, like, for the past year. And things haven't quite worked out like I want them to, and I just wanted to see – um, should I continue? If I continue down, you know, this path, which I want to continue, this is like my dream. Should is it something that's like um, something that I'm thinking, something that I'm doing, or should I just get a job? No, continue on the path that you're going down right now. Do you do any type of um, artistic stuff? Anything that is with music or um, creativity? Because sometimes I can unblock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I like to listen to music, and I can sing pretty good by myself. <laughs> mm. So that's going to be what unblocks you, is getting your creativity side out. It's not necessarily being creative with your work um, or anything that you're actually trying to do. It's more of being creative within yourself. Uh, mm. We have This is your sacral chakra. That's also motivation and uh, where we have the ability to put our ideas into focus, put them into action. So you're needing to do something that is creative. This can be painting, drawing, this can be makeup, nail polish, Mm. moving furniture, yes, singing, anything creative that gets your body going. So that might unblock Um, you. That's interesting. 
writing. Like They're showing you also with writing. What type of writing do you do right now? Um, I try to do like uh, I think it's like the automated automated. I don't know what it's called, automated writing, something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I was trying to do that, but it was. Uh, I mean, it was working good for a while, but I haven't done it so in a while because I've been so stressed out. Um, yeah. But I haven't done it in a while. I did pick up the can like the other day, but um, I didn't really write too much. Focus. Allow yourself to sit down and really focus on writing. Don't allow your mind to be distracted to a million different places. Just bring your focus back. If you have essential oils, you can put essential oil either on your hands or diffuse it because that really helps to bring you back to the present. Um, but that's what you need to do is you have to bring that creative out and you're going to have movement that takes place. One that's way you so can cool. also bring your creative yeah, one way you can also bring your creativeness out is by stretching because stretching is showing um, its action, its movement. And so that's mm. exactly what your creative side needs. Now, Michael, okay. Michael, I, I mean, of course I heard her out of the word stress out of her lips. So, Michael, can you give her any advice? Yes, yes. If you have stress, it's simply because you're not able to allow yourself to feel what's stressing you out. Like, what's an example of something that stresses someone out? Not having enough money or yeah. being, right? So yeah. being an entrepreneur is going to create a lot of stress. But if you allow yourself to feel the feeling of why you want to be an entrepreneur, then you'll understand something from the higher intelligence rather than the lower reactive mind. And then mm. you'll be able to allow that to come from the front and then you'll be able to be that entrepreneur that you want to be. By the way, I know you can. I can feel that from you. Oh. Yeah. I, I've always like, felt that from you, like, girl. I have felt really? that from you. Yes, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't say that to anybody. Are you kidding me? So, so uh, Michael, that's really a good point. So, basically, um, feel what, it's, uh, you know, what you like about being an entrepreneur, right? And maybe be mm-hmm. okay with feeling anxiety like, right? I mean, Michael, like, oh, you know, maybe I won't have enough money right away or, right, Michael, yeah. or no? Yes. If you, if you feel that you don't have enough money right away, then you can divert your attention to placing on those things that you will have free attention available awareness for that can manifest the money. Because the energy yeah. that produces money is actually beautiful. Mhm. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Michael. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. Yes, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm going to work on getting um, some creative juice flowing and um, getting all this stuff out. <laughs> you can do Absolutely. it, girl. I, I know you can. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. He reads energy. It. He knows. Yeah, he knows. But thank you for calling in. Okay, you got somebody from the 515 area code. Hi there, how are you? Anybody? Hi, how are you? 515 area code? Nobody there. there. Uh-oh, come on. You're there, you know it. Went out for a quick beer, probably. Okay, we'll catch them later. Uh, I'll, I'll check back. All right, so then we'll go on to the two. 270 area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Fine. How are y'all? Good. What's uh, your first name? Madonna. And I'm glad to oh, say Donna, I'm on Peach. 
What? Say that again um, now, sweetie. I'm glad to say I'm one of Eric's peeps. Aww. One of his awesome. peeps. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank all for y'all. Thank y'all for all you do for us, you know. It's, You're it's welcome, really amazing. And yeah. I would just like to know if he has any messages for me or my kids. Yes, he does. Your name is Donna? LaDonna, right? Can I put on speakerphone real quick so my kids can hear? Sure, but it's LaDonna, right? Yeah, LaDonna. Okay, can you give me the first names of your children? Hold on. What what was it you said? Can you give me the first names of your children? Jesse and LaDonna. Okay. I got two more so, They're not living with me. <laughs> okay. So he's talking. He's talking to the one that you just now named, Jesse. He says that he's mm-hmm. helping him to learn how to distinguish what is his own energy and what is somebody else. He mm. really struggles with feeling emotions of other people, um, but he's not quite sure of how to distinguish whether it's him or somebody else. So his mood changes quite often. Um, how old is he? Thirteen. Start teaching so him how impasse. to. Impasse, right? Yes. Mm. He is. How to identify if it's his mood or somebody else? If he yeah. can't figure out why he went from happy to sad or upset or irritable, tell him to just say what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. That helps right. him let go of the feeling that he's feeling. Because he can't uh, distinguish or label why he's feeling what he's feeling. Yeah, sometimes you can just ask yeah. yourself, uh, Jesse, is this mine or somebody else's? Because, Jesse, you can walk into a room where two people just had a big-ass fight, and you feel that negative energy, and all of a sudden you're in a crappy mood. It's like, oh, my God, why am I in a crappy mood? So is there any way he can help shield himself from... Other people's feelings? It's not a matter of needing to shield himself from other people's feelings. It's a matter of him learning. No, shield, shield. How to I'm put sorry. Boundaries. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> shield, not heal. Sorry. Oh, shield? Absolutely. First off, by knowing that he's in control of his emotions, he's in control of how long he wants to feel a certain feeling for. Also, having him do that affirmation of what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. Okay. Prayer also works if prayer is his belief system. Um, spirit guides also work if you give him the name of a guide and tell him just ask your guide to protect you from other people. And yeah, Eric. That will also work. Yeah. yeah. Eric. Call, call, yeah, he could be your work. buddy, man. Uh, what about, was it the <laughs> other uh, kid, Regina? La Gina. La Gina. Okay. Yeah. Okay, La Gina. Okay. Oh, that's a pretty name. Gosh. Thank you. <laughs> she said thank you. Oh, I heard you. So, Eric, do you have something for Legina? Know your worth. Know, know your, your worth. worth. Wow. Know your worth. Say that again, what was Eric. That? Say it again, Eric. He's telling her to know her worth 
and that he's helping her to find her identity of who she is and to accept who she is. How old is she? She is 16. Okay. All right. Well, you're worth a lot, girl. Okay? You're perfect, just as you are. You're a whole and part of God. I can go on and on, but that's going to, like, take you down a big rabbit hole. Yeah. Anything for Mama? Yeah. Well, Eric, you help her, okay? She's probably crushing on you. God. She's probably crushing on you. That's my life. Oh, God. He did. He's a flirt. Um, all right. So, anything for Mama? He says that you are doing amazing. He says to remember to do self care on yourself. And by yeah. self care, make sure you're eating multiple times a day and taking care of your body with right water, amplified right. water, and healthy foods. Good. Put your oxygen mask on first, and then your child. Yeah. Okay. All right, Madonna. Thank you, and thank you for bringing these beautiful children into the world. I just feel like they're special. I mean, Eric's working with them, man. That's got to mean something. You don't work with everybody, so that's pretty cool. I'm sorry, I know him so much, but he's my best friend. Oh, Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, Legina, thank you. Um, Jesse, thank you. Mama, LaDonna. Mama, LaDonna. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, God, that little girl sounds so cute. All right, so we have somebody from the 516 area code. Hi there. How are you doing? Hi, Elisa. Hey, girl. What's up? Hi, (laughs) hi. Hey, Arin. Hi, everybody. Eric, I love you. I love you guys. Oh, who is this? I recognize your voice. Who is this? Yes. <coughs> Nancy from Long Island. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm us, under Nancy. the weather. That's why my voice is like oh. that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Better not be coronavirus. <laughs> no, definitely not. I think I'm not. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. No, no. Okay. I have um, two questions, two quick questions. Um, I wanted to ask Eric why since last week I feel very overwhelmed and I take anxiety. I couldn't sleep for about two, three nights. And then last night I dreamed about, I see like a little boy, a cute little boy, like a baby. And then he turns into like a 13-year-old talking to me and then somebody in in his 20s, very handsome. And after that, I didn't see anything else. And I wanted to say hello to my daughter, Joanna, and tell mm-hmm. her I love her so, so much. And I'm thinking about her every day. I wanted to dream yeah. about her more. I ask her why I'm not dreaming about her more. I want to see her more in my dream. It's a matter of both your, your Eric and your daughter are here. First off, your daughter says hello and that she loves you. She said that she's been there with you. She knows. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Sometimes I feel like, my God, am I going to go on without her? Because that's why I was asking her, I want to find something excited, something not really to make me happy like Elisa, but to look forward to us. Yes. I know. I know. I know. I mean, I, I I know what it feels like. 
when you actually feel physically that your heart is ripping into two constantly. And I was thinking about adoption. Then again, I'm thinking about her again. I feel like I want to let her go, but I don't want to let her go. You, you know? don't have to let her go? Why should you let her go? I mean, you can continue to have a relationship with Jonah all, the rest of your life. I mean, she just yeah. doesn't happen to have a body. That's it. Yeah, okay, but let's, life... get, let's get back to the dream real quickly. Yeah. Yes, please. Thank you. Well, what is the meaning so, of that dream, Eric? He's talking about two different questions. First off, he's going to answer the question about why you're not able to see your daughter in your dream. It's a matter of your vibration blocking you and the expectation of needing it. He's giving an analogy of when you really want something really bad, for instance, like uh, a relationship, and, you know, you're focusing on this relationship, like I want it, I want it right now. That right there is kind of forceful energy, so it's not showing the universe that you are kind of relaxed and out of flow to where it can naturally come. If you were to be able to focus on whether it's watching the show or reading a book without having to go back to that emotion or feeling of grief or sadness holding you down, your vibration would raise so she can communicate with you much more easier. Because when you think about that energy as he explains it, that's like forceful energy of I want, I need, I must have, and that's preventing the block from you having... Uh, yeah, that's very, You're very dense energy. It's hard for spirits to get to that. Look, everybody write this down who's in the same situation that Nancy's in. Um, go to the blog and type in the search bar, electromagnetic, which is one word, spectrum. And you will understand exactly why those who grieve very hard have a problem communicating with the, the ones they lost or not lost it's really not lost and so look that up there's science behind this okay we are in the visible range of the uh, electromagnetic spectrum this tiny little sliver right and this you know the spirits are vibrating outside of that much higher and if you're way down at the lower end of the spectrum of the visible spectrum they have a devil of a time Lowering their energy to get to you to match yours, and that's what we say. I feel low. I feel depressed, etc. It, it really is your vibrational frequency of your soul is such. Now, okay, real quickly, and then we need to take other callers. This dream, uh, the the baby, the thirteen year old, the twenty year old. What is that about, Eric? This is an overactive mind. With her brain being in multiple places, do you know when you look in a mirror and you have two mirrors right by each other, how you are reflecting out of both mirrors, and it looks like you're in four different places while you're in one? The dream is signifying that you're scattered. Okay, okay. Is is she scattered in different lives? Uh, You know, her other lives that she's lived and will live, is that it, or...? They're not, they're okay. not um, seeing where she's, okay, so they are affecting where she's at right now, but they are not making the others scattered the way she is. She's needing to gather all of her emotions and energy and process them. See, she's okay. feeling it, but she hasn't processed it. Once you can process it, and by processing it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're 
okay with what happened, but it means that you have accepted what you can't change and you can allow yourself to be happy and allow yourself to move forward with where you're at now. You have to process the emotions instead of letting them stay surface. Look, this is a per- you. You are a perfect person to seek the help of. Well, of course, not only Raylene, uh, obviously, but also Michael. So look, uh, you know, look him up. I'm going to include his site in the. You want know, to make this into a YouTube and connect with him. All right, thanks please, for calling, Nancy. So. Thank you, thank you so much, Elisa. I love God you, Eric. I love I you. Love thank you, Michael. Thank you, Raylene. Love you guys. Oh, I know that Doc welcome. Michael. Thank you can you. definitely help her. I I feel it. Okay, so we got somebody from the four two five area code. Hi there, how are you? Good. Am I on? Yes, you're on. Hi. Hi. How are you? It's good to hear. Doing, good to hear from you right. too. I didn't think I was gonna get on today. Um, Who are we talking to? I. This is Andrew. Uh, oh, I hi, Andrew. From Sedona. I call. I talked to you guys uh, probably years ago, actually. Um, yeah, I remember somebody from, uh, with the, I thought it was Aaron for some reason from Sedona. But, yeah, what you got for us? So uh, what, what I what I got from that last, uh, what it was years ago, is basically that I'm very empathic. And I've actually talked to Raylene. I've had a couple sessions with her last fall. I'm, mm. I'm uh I'm trying to function, you know, and do do the human thing like everybody else, and it, it is a little bit challenging. I'm just wondering mm. if um, there's any insight. Uh, I mean, I just feel like everybody else seems to be able to do it, but I, I'm either like a, a wimp or I'm a coward or something. It, it just doesn't feel like I'm able to uh, do it properly or I don't know. Do what? I don't know if Eric has insight or like being Uh-oh. human. Uh oh oh oh! We lost. And being really human with such should, should be back. sensitivities. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Michael, you want to interject? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to mention. Uh, what's your first name again? Andrew. 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 Yeah. You need yeah, grounding, Andrew. Andrew. Andrew, you need grounding. Impacts are not grounded yeah. because you're not fundamentally in the body. Yeah, so I've tried eating a lot and getting fat, and I, I do a lot of physical work. So I, I don't know, and, you know, like being in nature, I do landscaping, and I, I, it's like I almost like don't know how to do enough grounding. Well, the thing that you need is deep breathing and uh, yeah. focusing on um, the process of feeling why you can't relinquish a feeling that you get from somebody else. Because you walk into oh. a bus station and somebody's had a pain and you get it in your neck, or you walk into oh, the wow. yeah. and you feel like you got a headache or something, it, it, it's crippling. I, I know I've been there. Yeah. It's so what's the, the what's the best grounding technique for him? Michael, what's the best technique? Is to, to chant. What's the best way? Oh, chant. To Go chant. ahead. Go ahead. Oh. To chant. Like sim- a simple chant, like. Something simple that you can yeah. do all the time for 15 minutes. Then you'll feel that the etheric body is grounded and your breath cool. will be able to conduct the energy of life. And then your whole life will start to change. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll work on chanting more. I, I like singing, so that does help. Um, 
Oh, good. Do you yeah. have a good voice? I don't know. I, I like uh, to sing. Better than mine, I'm sure. Better than mine. Is Raylene back? Raylene, are no, you there? No, I don't see her. Uh, but it's time oh, okay. really to I'm close gonna... the show anyway. So, Can I um... one more thing? Uh, yeah. One more thing? Yeah. Uh, Aaron? Aaron, listen to this. For Andrew. Andrew. No, yes. Andrew. And we... Andrew. I... Oh, Andrew, yeah. just repeat this. Andrew, repeat this with me. Okay. Oh, just repeat it one time. Right, and then just do this one other one. Da. And that's what I want you to do for ten minutes every morning and every night before you go to bed, and you'll become grounded. It's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, I'll try to do that. Yeah, a lot of impasse out there. <laughs> a lot of impasse out there. So you guys follow uh, yeah. that advice too. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry we kept losing Arlene. I mean Arlene. God, I'm thinking my granddaughter, uh, but Raylene uh, because it's in Lean, I guess. So anyway, y'all check her out at Angel Medium Seven, and that's the numeral seven dot com. And of course, Michael, take it away. What's the best way to get in touch with you? best way to get in touch with me is radiantheartlight.com. If you want to book a session with me or get connected with me, that would be a good thing for you because yes. I have the service of a heart for you. I appreciate yeah. you guys having me on. Oh, it won't be the last time. Thank and you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, everybody, for, uh, you know, tuning in every Tuesday night. Uh, has cooking me dinner, yee and I'm so hungry. But anyway, so thank you, everybody, and um, I love thank y'all. You. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Eric. Thank, thank you, thank you Raylene. Raylene. I appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Raylene. Thank you, uh, everybody. Bye bye. Okay, bye. Love y'all. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.